I'm going to record you putting your headphones on. Because that's what I do. Well, they're already on. So. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is that what you think? Yeah. Okay. That's what well, I know. I don't think you're hot enough, bro. Really? Yeah, which is really interesting. Check, check. So I just, I can always just talk louder. Yeah, you could, but you're not going to do that. Probably not. Exactly. <laughs> not the whole time. She so you, you. Come <laughs> on, man, not. get this loudness up out of you. Get Wait, loud. Which one is, I am too, you, right? Yeah, just look. You're yellow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yellow. yellow. Well, yeah, I'll go back and forth. You know. <laughs> I'm yellow. Yeah, you're yellow. You're, you're yellow. How's that? Is that That's better? That's a lot better. Whoa. You're Whoa. a little hot. So if you're going to, t- yeah, turn <laughs> so, it down. So a t- I should just go the other direction a little bit. Yeah. How's that? Is that better? Like a happy somewhere in the middle? Yeah. Somewhere like But just, just talk li- like talk. project your voice a little bit. Just kind of Like you're talking to me, but yeah. like I'm talking to you. You good? Can you talk to me? Yes. I, I really, really want to meet you. <laughs> Can I talk to you? Uh, I really want to meet you. Uh, 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 you know about uh, anyway, you know? we we started the the podcast before like that. Do you remember? Oh man, what episode was that? <laughs> Who knows? But uh, what's up, y'all? This is Tressie, and uh, this is Cedric, and we're through the crate, digging through cultural and current events through the hip hop lens. Let's get to it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Today's a really good day. Did you know that's a good day? Um, it's uh, Fat Tuesday. Yeah, it's a, it, it is Fat Tuesday, but it's a really good day for other reasons. You want to know why? Uh, it's Tuesday. Do you want to know why? I'm asking you a question. You can answer it, or you cannot answer it, and you can just act like a dumbass that you are. Uh, it's a I really just want to know why. <laughs> What's going on? Then that's why you're supposed to say, hey, why? Uh, it's a really special day because we actually have... Um, a really special guest on our on our podcast today. Oh, oh, you forgot about that because she's no. kind of sitting to the left of you right now. No, I you didn't know. forget it all. No, you didn't forget. Okay, <laughs> well, I, I mean, do you want to introduce? Yeah, so so over here to the left of me, we got a we got an MC, a female MC. Uh, been doing this thing for a long time. She's uh, all about the hip hop. Seen a lot of shows, met a lot of people, been around a lot of scenes. Um, sure has a lot of stories to tell us and educate us on a lot of the 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 histories of hip hop. That's what I'm talking uh, about. And from DC to Chi Town, uh, we got Miss Queen Zenobia. Hey, Woo! y'all! That's what I'm yeah. about. Yes, that yes. was a warm welcome, man. I'm What's glad to be on? here on y'all show, man. I'm ready to bust open these crates, man. Yeah, <laughs> That's man. what I'm talking about. Yes. going through them. You got know, it I'm on the sh- through. Got it on the shirt too. Yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. I got on the Zulu to shirt. I'm a part of uh, Shyrock Nation as well, which is a Chicago hip hop organization. It's been around since like 1974. You know, so uh, that's shy rock, not to be confused with shy wreck. Is correct, that correct? Correct. Okay, yes. yeah. Shy rock. Don't don't yes. get it mixed up. Exactly. It's different. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Well, thank you very much for coming to the show. We really appreciate you coming out. Um, let's just go ahead and start off. I mean, she's already said you know she's got it on her shirt. Shirt Zulu Nation. We obviously know that she's a veteran in the game. Fifteen years. She's been you know spitting bars. So let's just actually start from the beginning and say you know. What made you fall in love with hip hop? Where was your like? What was your first hip hop memory? Um, I was born in the hip hop. Like what I'm talking my about. mom okay. listened to like Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five and oh, Melly Mel. Man. So that's what I was listening to as I was growing up. 
nice but nice. at the moment where i had that oh like i'm gonna be a part of this is when the radio stations would not play it mm. it was like oh man they're not playing hip-hop i want to be a part of that hip-hop and so the first album that really made me plug into it um, is that the uh it was the nwa album niggas for life my mama yeah. would not buy that album she would buy me every other hip-hop album but she did not buy that album so therefore i had to spend my money on it my own money mm-hmm. and at that point when i bought that album i had a boom box and i walked around the neighborhood playing that album <laughs> oh, man. on the street okay so that's, that's what's when up. i had that turning point and i fell in fell really fell in love with hip-hop you know okay that's what's up nwa that, that's the nwa that that's pretty yeah. interesting coming it from is. the west coast and to where, the midwest where were you when you were listening to nwa I mean, on I was the, in the middle of chicago i was born and raised in high park got like, it. i know that y'all got west it. coast yeah so, we like, are exactly like, hip-hop is a worldwide global thing so at the same time it was kind of popping off everywhere mm-hmm. and what i liked about nwa is is that they challenged the system you okay. know what I'm saying? They had a lot of political songs. Yeah. You know, the language might not have been all there. And, you right. know, their views on women might not have been all right. <laughs> exactly. <you know? laughs> or but actions. They had some political songs there, you know, after police, right. you know, different things of that nature. You know, and they were about their community as well. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless to say when they talked about drugs and all that other stuff. But that's a whole different other story we could talk about later about how <laughs> music affects the people right. and things like that. But it was that turning point for me where I fell in love with hip hop. Okay. That's cool. That's so then you you fell in love with NWA. It wasn't like a a Chuck D like Public Enemy. Like that wasn't. I yeah, had their albums already. Too. Like I had yeah. already loved them. Like this and is then, the point where I had to spend my own money on. Okay. Got you. Okay. And I got became you. A, a, a consumer. Got you. you All right. Because so when there was that, cursing it was like, hey, on mom, it. Can you Mama buy me wasn't this gonna album? buy it because yes. and you was like, but I still want it. Yes. There we go. I still gotcha. Want it. Okay. That's that's what's up. So then, when did you start writing your own raps? Oh, I've always been creatively writing, like, since the beginning of elementary school. Right. Um, I've started with, like, poetry and different things of that nature. I would say it was around when I was 15 years old where it was, like, some friends that got in a cypher and they were beatboxing and okay. it just looked cool. And I decided to try some of my poetry out into the cypher. And after okay. that, it was history. They was like, oh, you got it. You got it. And I kept up the work after that. And I just kept writing and kept freestyling, kept ciphering. And uh, I was fortunate enough to uh, release my first album three years ago. And what was the name of that album? African Hustle. African Hustle by Queens and Oak. But that's a solo project? That's a solo project. Because I know you have a group project. Um, Are they called Back in the Days? That's the name of the group. That's it. Okay, Back Back in the the Days. days. All one word, no spaces. With a Z, right? Yeah. With a Z. There you go. I'm a Z. (laughs) (laughs) With a Z. That's what's up. So, yeah. So, she three years ago. So that that's that's crazy that you've been going at it for fifteen years. That means that it can happen at any time for anybody. Yeah, you know, to to release anything. That means like don't give up to me. Absolutely. Like that's what I'm 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 getting from and that. And the reasons why it took me so long is I I was at first I wasn't really sure that I really wanted to put an album together. I would put a couple of songs together here, a couple of songs together there. I recorded my first song at fifteen as well. Um, and uh, I was in a group uh, previously. I've been in three groups. The first group at 15, and that group name was Legacy. Uh, okay. It was me and this girl named Maya. She went to uh, uh, Whitney Young High School. Yeah. And uh, I wrote her raps for her. And uh, we recorded. Ghostwriters from back in the day. Yeah, yeah. It's like you a, know, a grandmaster cast. At, the, at some point, she didn't have the heart. Like, I had the heart. It takes okay. time. You got to take right. extra time out to do the music and stuff. So that's when a group split up. But uh, that's when I first recorded. But after that, 
Um, it was a lot of, I guess, sexism in the industry. You know, guys saying, oh, yeah, come through the studio. I record you. When really they're trying to get in my pants. And therefore, mm. I end up leaving with no music, feeling disgusted. Like, I really thought they was going to work with me. They think I'm right. going to sleep with them to get some music right. recorded. Right. That is never happening. And then also, I was suffered yeah. from being in relationships. And the, the person I'm in a relationship with would think that if I go record the music, then I'm taking time away from them. And so, therefore, I didn't record a, a, a complete album because of that as well. So, finally, three years ago, I woke up I got my own money together I found some producers That were non-sexist And did not want to have sex with me And <laughs> wanted to work with me And right. make a, a, a marvelous album And that is how I did it You know what I'm saying Without struggle There'll be no progress Boom She's dropping gems up. on y'all right now That's what's up Without struggle There will be no progress It's always Talk about it You know It's, <laughs> it's not always the, the destination It's the journey You know Exactly you gotta always be striving and pushing towards it. Well, yeah. speaking of sexism in the in the industry, uh, I kind of wanted to talk to you about um, the female MC and how they're viewed in the in hip hop. So, right now, like in present day, we have this whole Remy Ma versus Nicki Minaj thing that's going on right now, right? Um, they're going at it, and regardless of what how it happened or or what came to be about it, it's always about like oh these girls are like it's a cat fight or you know there's that there's that sexist um, aura about the, the whole thing when it can't just be two MCs just going at it like you know what I'm saying like it's just it's one MC coming for another MC's neck which is hip hop in general like it's the competition of it right so I wanted to get your view on like how you feel how you view the female mc and, and what's changed from back in the day to now if you can kind of expand on that okay well hip-hop is a, a a culture that it it evolves you know as time changes hip-hop changes i'm not saying it's necessarily going to stay the same but it should keep the same morals and values from uh the previous historical foundation right uh a lot of people don't even know really hip-hop history they don't really know like the founding fathers of hip hop. Like, like the founding father of hip hop is DJ Cool Herc. Mm -hmm. The founding godfather of hip hop is Africa Bambata. The founding pioneer DJ of hip hop is Grandmaster Flash. Uh, and these are like different people. Uh, there's one more person I'm gonna name. This person, he got the first major record label. Founding MC in the first major record label would be Curtis Blow. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know these these four names I said right there, then you pretty much don't know how uh, where the ki where hip hop came from, so where to carry it to go to the future. Right. Okay, so now back to what you said again. I got off point now. Oh yeah, we talking about fem MC. Yeah. So so we go back in the day to where we got Roxanne, Roxanne, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Queen Latifah, mm -hmm. and MC Light. This yeah. is before hip hop was a, a money making machine. This is when artists really just made music and they want to share their expressions with the people. This was not about glam and glory like it is now. So that's yeah. a big difference. One. Two, when I first started off this interview, then I said I liked hip hop because the radio wouldn't play it. Man, what station don't play hip hop now? Even a country rock and roll station yeah. throw a little hip hop in their yeah. uh, rotation right. and play. Yep. So now that's one thing that changed. So it's got a lot to do with economics and also status quo. So Remy Ma, this Nicki Minaj, Remy Ma thing. Let me tell you how Queensy perspective on that. Oh, yes. Buy humbug. <laughs> I say to each his own. If they making records that are changing the community, then I'm all for it. You know what I'm saying? If they mm -hmm. are not affecting the community, I don't care. I could give a rat's. 
Okay? Got you, got you. That's, that's the way I feel about it. They are female MCs, but let's go back to what my point was. At one point, there was no thing, such thing as a female MC. Right. You know what I'm saying? You either MC or you not. So at that point where we created that division okay. is where uh, there aren't any female MCs because it really never existed. You know what I'm saying? But it does exist being at the sexual uh, uh, orientation of the artist is female. But we have to get outside of the box, y'all. We got to think that this artist is this artist. It's like, let's pick another genre now. What do we like a lot here? What are we going to go? I don't even know. I don't, I don't know. know. Like R&B. The, R&B. Okay, so Gladys Knight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Versus, I don't know, Luther Vandross or something like that. Woo. Or whatever. Has there ever been like, oh, this female r&b artists versus this male r&b artist like where well, does that happen at like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. what genre do they do that at? right they, they don't yeah well i want to one thing i can actually play devil's advocate to when it comes to that is that the competition within hip-hop is what makes hip-hop hip-hop to me most of the time is that like because in r&b like if someone else is writing your 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 song you could sing it and that's fine but if in hip hop, if someone else, if you try and go into a cypher with someone else's rhymes, you're done for. Like if somebody finds out that that's, that's not something that you wrote, the majority of hip hop, or I guess, you know, old school hip hop, because everybody's okay with Drake not having his own rhymes, whatever. But you know what I'm saying? The majority of it, us will say, hey, like that's not cool. So I think the competition a- aspect of it is what makes it. Um, How does that affect women? Well, I'm just, I'm not saying, I'm saying this in general, but in regards to women, but this is, this is the reason why I was asking her that, because I do think that like Moni Love and uh, MC Light, Queen Latifah, Roxanne Shante, like all these people, like they weren't, they were fucking ripping, like Roxanne had a a battle with what, KRS or Boogie Down or was uh, it? Somebody in Boogie Down. Yeah. Somebody in Boogie Down. Like they had, they, they were going back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Like that's back when like she was ripping people up and like KRS, of course he's the teacher. He's going to rip her back up, you know, but it it was that competition. It didn't have to, it was like, oh, she's a female. I'm not going to go after her. It was none of that. It's like you coming for my neck. I'm coming for yours regardless. So like just to piggyback on what you're saying, like I I definitely like, I, I get where you're coming from from that but I, I just think it also has to do with the competition too and then like this whole thing is not a classic battle what you just mentioned was a classic yes battle. exactly like this is some old <laughs> instagram we both wait first of all they both upset that they didn't win the album of the year award okay? <laughs> right, right the grammy or something right. like that and yeah so the grammy right no they didn't win no grammys and then after that this is more exposure for them to try to sell more records because honestly, before this, we ain't heard nothing from Nicki Minaj in like the last six to nine months. Honestly, me personally, I don't yeah, know, we haven't. You know, so the whole, her like, whole like relationship with Meek Mill, she yeah. hasn't really dropped anything. No, not at I all. I mean, she's on the radio. She's on the radio on other people's songs. Yeah, on other people's songs. But I mean, she's not. She doesn't have anything to show. Like, she doesn't have anything for herself. Well. No. So far, but I'm I, still. But I mean, she. She I'm is. Just, I'm just saying, she's. When it comes to an artist, like still kind of keeping their toe in the water so they're you know being warm enough then it's like okay she's doing that i agree she's she's not putting anything out there but of her own 
And then on even even on the other there. side though, of that too, Remy Ma, she's putting stuff out. She's actually putting stuff she's out. She's putting stuff out. Because she, she just got out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There she's, you go. She and just got out. There was another point I want to make. As mm-hmm. an artist, any artist, male or female, you uh, rap about your surroundings, what you've been through, what you're going through. And as it changes, it changes. Uh, originally, Nicki Minaj, when she was a, original, when she was a battle MC, she right. was going to uh, battles like Scribble, Historical Scribble Jam, uh, different historical battles in new york all of that stuff when she was doing it like that she was a whole different person yep. and now her life has changed she got a whole different flow a whole different style a whole different body you name it okay <laughs> now y'all so just rat. said remy why remy why just got out of jail so she so she got her rap her jail rap tales yep, okay yep, yeah which why another reason why i don't care see i don't mind okay i i, I don't mind people rapping about the experience but i don't want you to make it seem like jail is cool yeah i don't think she but I, I, yeah, I don't get yeah. that from Remy. Like I don't she get makes that from it Remy. Like it was cool. She, she makes honest, it seem like I, I'm glad I'm out. Yeah. Okay. Like, because the way that like like I did listen to Plato Apomo. That's her. That's the album that just came out with Fat Joe and, oh. and Remy. And How I was it. All right, we won't go into all that. We won't go <laughs> we'll but, have another conversation. Yeah, exactly. But the one thing I will give Remy and, and like and and even some of like the freestyles that she's done, like she did a freestyle on Flex. Um, and she and she, the thing is, is that she, she is rapping about her experience like i think coming from being being a, a child of hip-hop you know when somebody's actually rapping something from their heart mm-hmm. and when they're not making it up when they're yeah. making it up mm-hmm. and i can tell that she's like she's like i was in there for seven uh six summers and seven winters and and like i was in i remember when i didn't have like i had cornrows and all that stuff like i know some of that stuff is is in the the sheather quote unquote um <laughs> uh <laughs> battle uh this song but like a lot of the stuff that she's talking about like she's not glorifying it she's like i I like who i am now like i like the fact that i'm not having to snatch people's wigs off or nothing like that i don't want to do that like i want to be somebody better but i think another thing is is that you know you just got to understand like like she she is she is coming from a perspective where she's just talking about her experiences not and not glorifying it. Okay. I think a lot of these other people, a lot of other rappers do try and glorify like the whole like I went to jail like 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 it's a like it's a badge. Like it's a okay. like it's a stripe on you, you okay. know. I, only I don't know heard if, a little bit of her album, so I would not take it like that. But <laughs> when I see her interview, she be like okay, well I just got a jail, out of jail. What do you expect? So maybe she not glorifying jail. But okay, all right, yeah, we got a little sympathy for you. You just got out. But mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, man, what you doing for the community? You gonna go ahead and start battling this other artist that's worth a couple hundred thousand more than you to get like your right. foot in the door. That's that's all that's what I see this as. I don't even think they uh are ever gonna like really finish this out. But anyway, forget it's that. Not, we came yeah. here to talk about me. Y'all got yeah, some right, questions right, for right, me, right? right? right. Yeah, no, this that sure. make upset for me. Sure. <laughs> I don't want to upset you, for sure. Oh, <laughs> well, I was just, well, my whole thing was just like how was trying to get you on the. Uh, my overall the, thing the, about female, female MC, MC, the problem that happened is we start calling it female MC. I feel like we over-sexualize the the emc yes. it's, it's it's like maybe i think that when like little kim became i think little kim was like one of the first people to do well, some I mean, sexy what, shit or maybe salt and pepper but salt and pepper wasn't that like sexy sexy well oh, wait no, a minute no 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 wait a minute salt no? and pepper was like super duper sexy, sexy? yeah okay salt sorry. And pepper but compared to what sexy. like little kim did but salt like, and pepper was just that, sexy maybe. the way a dude was sexy though like salt and pepper was just like a dude's okay, version you know of oh, yeah. my bad of that type 
type of music. Like don't they would, fucking throw knives at me right I'm now. Okay, I apologize. Saying. Also, <laughs> sexy change over time. <laughs> Thank you. There you yeah, go. Yeah, That's did. exactly right. where sexy I was did evolve. Sexy Thank is, is my little Kim was the first one to go all out there on the album, album cover. cover. That you. was okay. crazy. Thank you. All right. Yo, that was. I remember that album. Yeah, I was about to come. TLC was sexy too. Now TLC, that was all. They was all about you know right tops and little overalls. But it was classy though. Yes. It was. It was LaFace. It was classy. Okay. Right. Okay. But yeah, that's pretty much what happened. You know, I don't mind being called a female MC, but I want to get out of the box. I, I think out of the box, I'm an out of the box type of artist. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's just where I'm at with, with that. You know, I would hope that more artists. One one last thing I want to say is, is that the, the hip hop industry is masculinely dominated. Right. So therefore, I can understand why we have female MCs and male MCs. Uh, but it's funny how when a male get on the stage, they don't be like, and the male MC to the stage is, you right. see what I'm saying? Right. That's, that's the part that I have problems with. And that's yeah. the part that I have problems with too as well. Like I, I don't understand why we have to be like, this is a female MC. Like she's good for a girl. Like that type of shit. Like we don't need all that. Like I'm pretty sure there's half of these girls that can wrap circles around a lot of these guys. And when that's did just, that you know, start? But that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I think, like, and that's why I that, think it came. I want to say like somewhere around that? like 2000. Like yeah. I'm like a hip hop historian. Uh, <laughs> but there I, is before 2000 hip hop, and there's after 2000 hip hop. You know, like 99 was like the last era of like like awesome albums where you like you can name like 10 people and you be like, yeah, I got that album. You got the Roots album. Okay, cool. You got that uh, Jay-Z. I forgot which album he dropped that year. Okay, uh, whatever. Okay, cool. You got Fuji's. Okay, cool. You got Diggable Planets. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm talking about 1999. Mm -hmm. More albums dropped that year than anything. True. I think everybody also thought the end of the world was coming, but <laughs> right, I exactly. agree with you. Yeah, that affected it. That right. affected it exactly. Didn't yeah. Dre two thousand one drop in ninety nine? I think so. I think Dre had an album out then too. I agree. All sides I'm of the coast. I'm gonna have to fact check that, but I'm all, but yeah. all fact. It was some West Coast artists out there with yeah. album then too. I think two thousand one. But yeah, that was just my thing. I just wanted to know, like what her took take was on that i just believe that there's been an over sexualization i went to a, 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 a opportunity to uh attend a concert of sub t uh the artist by the name of rod digger right which is coincidentally the youth only know her as an actress when i was talking to some what? of my co-workers wait really the what under, the under what 30, does she act on oh you guys that's when you two need to do your research she's been in over 10 movies anyway rod digger i, I can't i know she's been in movies. i can't name oh, the movies but i'm I saying <laughs> I can't name the movies, but okay. young people know her as an actress. She don't me to do my research. She don't know uh, the movies. <laughs> I, I, because I know she uh, She, she knows she MC. was in movies. I ain't know none of that. I, I, I found that out after I left the event. I looked her up. I did get bust around. But I, I, on her yeah. stage performance, she brought out key elements on how to survive as a, as a, as a female in this hip-hop industry. Mm -hmm. And she said, you got to keep up with your bars. And she says sex has nothing to do with it. But once again, people call her female MC. She don't mind. We still have, she had the same problem me and you got, but mm -hmm. it, it, she wants to stand out, but keep up with your bars. Meaning that if you love the music that you do, then do it. But don't do it if you don't love it. That's okay. it. That's all. And when you bring up female MC, I think we add more emotion and more love to the hip hop community. Drop mic right there. <laughs> Boom. 
Well, speaking of Rod Digger, you you just said that you actually, you know, you hung out with her at Sub T recently. What else did, what transpired there? Like, you got some, you got a hookup there? Man, uh, like, what, I mean, well, uh, go, she performed at Subterranean on uh-huh. Tuesday, which is open mic night. So after her performance, there was open mic and I got on the mic. And when I got off the mic, she said I had flow and she told That's me to keep up. up the work. It was like over a couple hundred people there. Yeah, and even up. though like she's a big famous person, she was keeping it like personal and realistic. She talked to the whole crowd. She took pictures with everybody. That's what's up. She accepted gifts. She gave gifts. She was selling her CD. It was really like a... Uh, 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 it was like almost a spiritual hip hop event That's where I up. felt connected with her. Like she was flip mode squad. She was all I was in just one. Say, I she wanna... even mentioned about when in the industry they came to her. They said, "Hey, Ra, you gotta lose some clothes. Get your hair changed up. What huh. you gonna do?" This is what she agreed to do. She agreed to get the weave, and that was it. Yeah. So that's how she got the signature. If y'all notice that her weave is always long, no matter what style. That's her signature. That's all she gonna do. That's it. (laughs) Okay. Ain't nothing else. She says she's not selling her soul. Mm. And I, I, what I learned, another thing is, is that no matter how, if you get big, there are people out there that want you to guess sell your soul, change yourself for this. You want to make more records? Yeah. Cut your skirt. You know. Right. Show a little more thighs, something like that. Right, right. sex sells. Well, that's what right. I was. I was gonna ask. I was like, is she still down with flip mode and you know the she's conglomerate still cool or whatever? With them yeah. and all, but she got a new she person do her she's doing uh, okay. working so with. She's not There's with an them artist now. named Lyric Jones. Oh my god, yes, and Lyric Jones is a, dope. Uh, 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 like I guess a duet. I don't. I don't know what they're calling it. Because you know, because I think the, the tour that she was, she was on too. Yeah, because the tour that she's on, Lyric Jones actually tour. Um, she. I know a little bit about Lyric Jones because since she's an up and coming uh, female artist, um, she actually designed and, and booked that whole tour for them. Like that oh, girl is tiling, awesome. and, awesome. and you and you know she got and you know she got bars if uh-huh. you were there. Yeah, homegirl got bars. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Lyric, Lyric Jones, Jones, she she said she recently um, uh, quit her job. I think uh, like maybe a couple months or so ago, and and des- and like literally plan. So she's like a tour manager, a talent or act on the tour. And all of that stuff. So it's it's really crazy. And she was also on Sway Sway in the Morning's Doomsday Cipher, mm-hmm. ripped it up there. Homegirl is super talented. Definitely. Even Rhapsody, uh, from you know, um, formerly yeah. of Cooley High, and um, on uh, Kendrick's album and all that other stuff. Yeah. Rhapsody gives her a shout out too. So Lyric Jones, like, salute to you. And, and absolutely, but yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes. Well, that's dope that you got to meet both of them. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah. And I mean, SFT. Yeah. Now, on SFT the is a historical Chicago spot. I mean, like, SFT hold it down for Chicago hip hop. Okay. For sure. Yes. I've been in there a couple of times. And I think I, that's actually one of my favorite places to go because they do play, like, different types of hip hop there. Most of the, like, every time I've been there, it's always been a different type of scene with the hip hop thing. But anyway, um, sorry, burp. Hey, nah, it wouldn't nah. be a through the crate. Episode about a burp, burp off, off uh, mic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you got a burp off mic. You got um, a burp off mic. So another thing I want to ask you, Miss Queen Z, what's your top five? Oh yeah, we gotta all ask this. Time we got of all time. That's like number two. That's like the second question. That was no. our second. No, that was, that was second, the second. You know, yeah. we got to make it flow. We on our own order. It's okay. Five <laughs> top five of all time. Dead or alive. 
dead or alive. Okay, so look, check this out. She got she got it I written got, down. I got, I got stuff for y'all. So for sure. Now, y'all gotta give me a moment. Mm-hmm. I'm special. Okay, so look, if anybody ever really asks me this question, I say I got a lot of top fives. There you go. So historically, my historical top five would be Curtis Blow. Grandmaster Flash, Africa Bambata, Melly Mel, and DJ Cool Hurt. Now that's historically. Okay. Those are the founding fathers of hip hop right there. Right. Now look, I came with two more because I, 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 I had thought about this. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's now, up. We appreciate here that. Here go my top five groups. Okay. Okay. Gang Star. Woo! Okay. Fugees. Yes. Okay. Dead Prez. Yep. Salt and Pepper. Okay. And Public Enemy. All right, that's where I stand. That's it. I got one more, but she cut me off. No, (laughs) but she caught me off. No, because we we gotta we gotta think about that one. So let's see. We said we said uh, we said Gangstar. That's Primo and um, Guru. Right, and then I said said Fuji's. Fuji's, of course. We got Prize, Wyclef, Lauren Hill, Dead Prez. Yeah, I always forget the names. M M One and Stick. I, I can't guys, forget the name. I was just with him uh, last month. I got pictures show y'all too. See? Oh, I'm, man. I'm plugged, man. Oh, I'm yeah. you, and then um, Salt and Pepper. Salt and Pepper, of Salt course. And yes, that's and a pioneering public enemy. Right. So, 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 so where's where's NWA? Oh well, see, six man. Probably. Right. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I was just curious because I I was paying attention earlier. That's you good. really need to learn how now, to pour beers. NWA is the turning point of when I fell in love with hip hop. I didn't say it was my top five groups of all time. They were a turning point. They helped me fall in love with hip hop. Okay. Helped so, her fall in love. Right. But when she did her research, these are the people that. These are the people I had out. My mama bought me these albums. You understand? Got it. Yeah, Got it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Right. That's okay. interesting. Yeah. All right. So, and my last five is solo artists. Solo. Okay. okay. Of so all I, time. Of all time. Okay. All right. All right. I'm so got, ready for this. I got Rock Him. Okay. Woo! You gotta have Rock Him. Okay. Yeah. I got Lauren Hill. Yes. Woo! Yes. You gotta have Lauren. I got MC Light. Okay. I got KRS One. Okay. Yeah. And I got Queen Latifah. Wow. Uh, that's my That's a right dope here. top five. Yes. And so we got Ra. Ra, he Question to... for you, though. Go ahead. Of course, we know Rakim got a flow. Like, hands down, changed the game. I don't really have any questions there. No. Playing devil's advocate, though, with Lauren Hill. What? <laughs> my beard has so a really with, bad haircut. Yeah, because you, you <laughs> fucking suck. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, devil's advocate. Um, cause this is, this is the argument that I always hear all the time because people think that, think that Andre 3000 should be in their, um, top 10 or top five, but he only has one solo album. So with the one solo album, you still think that Lauren surpasses every, every other MC there is on top of everything else. Absolutely. There will mm-hmm. be Lauren Hill is all of these five is one of a kind. There will be no other like Lauren Hill. Uh, she added. I mean, like originality to the game and for everything real. I went through. She went through so much sexism in her life. That's that's a reason why she that's only real. got two albums. That's Let's real. be real about this. For sure, her career put on halt because she started a family, and boy, did she start a family! Yeah, <laughs> a big one. You know? Exactly. You know, so I got when you, you take time out to do family, you can't really do music. I know another artist that's not on here that I didn't put that I love, Moni Love. Yeah, she stopped her career to start a family. Yep. 
You yep. know, so I can name a lot of artists that stopped their career to start a family. So well she 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 can sing, she she got flow, she she then she just started from the bottom to the top and I mean, why can't I? I mean, I love Lauren Hill. No, that, I do that's too. It, that's yeah. all. You Again, know, that's, that, yeah. You know. Miseducation was big right. part of my I childhood, mean, man. Like, she won how many Grammys for that motherfucker? There's a, the pictures of her holding yeah, her arms she's, full. She can loaded. barely hold them, full. right? You know. Yes, so yes, like that. That that's definitely iconic. An iconic album, and I understand why she is in her top five. The what? The one that they gave me question marks was Queen Latifah. Oh, oh man. If you she had a respect did. to the game, man. Like, not saying that MC Light and none of them ain't have it. Now, MC Light had a different kind of respect. Queen, she added that culture. I'm black. I'm black and I'm she proud. She also asked, who you calling a bitch? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she, 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 I think. And MC I know Light. she knew a community programs. Most of these artists I know got community programs. Now I got to do my research on Lauren. Okay. But and then also okay. if you think about like okay. what Queen's doing for the game right now too, she's got was it the Flavor Union like? Yeah, I had an internship with that too, man. Historically, mm-hmm. y'all and did some stuff in my life. I had an internship with Flavor Unit for three months in the summer of nineteen ninety nine. What is Flavor Unit? What'd you say? What Flavor, Flavor Unit. Unit? Okay, it's, so I think it's now a production company. Like she does, like it always has been a production company. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Um. Um. It it has different facets. Um. She has a, a entertainment aspect where she organizes artists. Um. She got the magazine like that stuff on that show, the TV show. Remember the show? She like Flavor uh, Unit, the magazine. She had a magazine. Living single. Yeah. Right. But I'm not sure if she's still doing the magazine thing. But they do do an online magazine, okay. Flavor Unit, as well. She got community programs where she like uh, giving scholarships out to the kids. I know. I got some money. Got some of that scholarship money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like she got some stuff for the community, man. I love her. Yeah, That's and she up. also she also That's produces a lot of the the movies that are coming out too. Um, she's a, she's involved in like a lot of uh, the entertainment aspect of what's going on right now. So, Queen Queen's giving back a ton, a ton. So, yeah. So I guess I just never really like listened deep to her music though. Right. So I mean, as as a top MC, she probably is not in my in my uh, top five. But I mean. She had a culture there. That's why she did. She had that okay. culture aspect, man. Mm-hmm. She always had some type of rap and rap on some of this. And then the different squads that she rode with, you know what I'm saying? And the Naughty by Natures. And I forgot they had a name to their squad, too. I can't remember. So uh, that's why I, 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 man, top five. It was, uh, I know you still thinking of who was the name of them people. The Buddy buddy song. She's part of that whole thing. Yeah. It was De La Soul. Right. Uh, that group. Yes. Fuck, what is it? De La De Soul, La Soul. Queen Latifah. Um, Jungle Brothers. Jungle uh, Brothers. Naughty by Nature. Um, Native Tongues. There we go. They got it. Native Tongues. Native Tongues. I think they've got it. <laughs> by George? <laughs> anyway, well, that's a very, I mean, I really appreciate you going through and actually giving us like, your historical, your group, and your MC, like yeah, she, I mean, she thought about that. I, that that's that's what's thorough. up, man. I almost started to go local on you, but oh, really, go local on us. Okay, locally yeah. it'll be Ange Thirteen. She's a historical. I'm gonna have to start uh, writing some uh, shit down, artist. so I need to do my research. Sam, I am the MC. Of course, me, Queen Z. Mm. There's this artist. Uh, he keep changing his name. I think he go by Dirty MF right now. Uh, and oh, then, Dirty MF. Uh, Johnny Garcia knows him. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he spoke about him. 
at okay. least, I think. All is he from uh, Chicago, Com- Westside? Petrowski Park? Yeah, on the Westside. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Yep, that's him. Dirty that's him. That's the same least, dude. Who else would I say? Who is tough? I'll probably say somebody like uh, Rhymefest. Ooh. Yeah. Rhymefest uh, stayed at my house when I was in a. Uh, Cali. Okay. Yeah, he, he I don't know if you remember, but he had this uh motorcycle diaries thing that he was doing. And so he was staying at his fans' houses uh as he was on tour. And uh I got chosen by uh default because the person that they actually chose was unavailable. And so I got a call on my phone and I was drinking that night. I was like <laughs> I was out and they were like Hi, this is, uh, I think the, the assistant at the time was Dion. Hi, this is Dion. Wanted to know if you were able to um, host um, Ch- uh, Che or Ryan yeah, Fest for it. I was like, uh, hell yeah. And I kicked everybody out of my house. <laughs> right, y'all got to go. <laughs> the yeah. fuck out. Ryan right. Fest is coming That's over. Right, yeah. Got to burn down. some incense. It was but yeah, like yeah. it was dope. Like I got to meet him. Like I, and through that, I was able to meet most Def and Rakim. Uh, it was it was a dope little little That's time. So yeah, Rhymefest. I, I tried That's to connect with him again out here, but homeboy doing big things and he's too busy. Yeah, <laughs> recovering from a robbery. Oh, he got oh, robbed. He got robbed. Y'all ain't know. Y'all, what y'all heard it. Y'all just didn't know it was him. Cause he <laughs> he an alderman or something now. He is. I didn't even know that. Oh, he was. I don't know. Now I got to do my. The research. only thing I remember about him maybe is six his or nine something. months ago on Forty Third. At like in between like six a.m. and eight a.m., he got robbed. Wow! And then when he went to go make a police report, they treated him at the police station. Like he he got like is like, uh, like stick it was up. They armed stuck robbery. Armed robbery. Yeah, like dude, his gun. Put your money out. Give me everything you got. He went to the police station. Cause remember I said he was on forty third police station on thirty fifth. Yeah. He got there, the police was laughing at him. They didn't really know who he was. And, ha ha ha! You got robbed. Yeah, okay, we'll we'll wow. fill out the report. Anyway, go the following day, the whole police department and city end up giving him an apology. Y'all y'all can look this story up. Damn, Man. that's what's up though. And so he just been recuperating from that. You know, he ain't <laughs> moved out the hood yet. You know, I love brother Shay. I love you, brother. Damn. Yeah. That's, That's fucked up. Yeah. That's Chicago. Yeah. Investigated by the feds <laughs> as a, as a as a corrupt police department, huh? Interesting huh. how these uh, these actual stories fall in line. Right. Uh, so so you've been in Chicago your whole life. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I went away to college in 90 uh, fall of 97. I graduated from Howard in 2002. So I was in D.C. for six years at okay. Howard for five years. So that's what happened. Then I stayed in Philly a couple of years after that. And okay. then I moved back to Chicago around 2006. Okay. I think that's around when we met. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> the, a long time. It's yeah. been a long time. Yes. So what was D.C. like? I, I mean, mean, like, you it, know, was, it was a whole different culture. Being from Chicago and then. Man, for one thing, there. man, you go down there and you say pop. They just cracking all kind of jokes at you. You call, <laughs> you call soda pop, and they it's like soda, this. They, they call it soda. So okay. they, oh yeah, you from Chicago for sure. So then I quickly started saying soda. Then where when I come I to Chicago, soda. I slip up, and they're like, oh my bad. Oh yeah, you right. Okay, it's pop. <laughs> um, but in DC, yeah. uh, when I got there, I learned that I, I knew they had their own culture, but they they have their own culture. Okay, so Chicago historically known for house music, right? Right, right, right. Okay, well, D.C. is historically known for go-go yes. music. Yes. Right, right. Now, uh, when the other world, people around the world hear go-go, they think strippers. Mm. And that's what I thought. 
Till mm-hmm. I got to DC. And they're like, no, no, we're going to a go-go party. And I'm like, oh. Right, right. I don't uh, want yeah, to do that. that. Yeah. They're like, no, it's music. And the go-go thing is when they play on the, like a bottom of a can or some type of natural type of thing. And they drum on this thing. Mm-hmm. And it's a popular sound. And the historical Chuck Brown, he laid it out for the rest of the nation to hear this music. Yep. But you all have heard popular hip-hop go-go songs and yep. didn't know it. Uh, how about this? Doing the butt. I can't think of the artist doing the but, but, uh, uh, but uh, Salt and Pepper. They first two albums, the whole albums were go go tracks. What? The whole albums, Assault with the Deadly Pepper, the entire album, huh. and the one before that as well. So we have been previously had been hearing go go. We just didn't know what it was. So when I got to DC, I'm like, oh, they got their own kind of sound. But now I can see why. What hip hop artist can you say came out of DC? Wale. Wale. That's about it, right? Because they have been suffered from this go-go thing, because the go-go thing ain't really like hip hop, though. I mean, like, I mean, I, I, okay, wait, I'm not gonna get beat up right now, because <laughs> DC people might be listening. Okay, go-go is hip hop. It's and, just not my type of hip hop. And okay. Wale did it on a couple mixtapes. He like has some yeah, go-go beats. And you he had like, it on a lot of his he was first like, Damn, ones. That's actually yes. go-go. Uh huh. I agree. So Wale, he did set it. But other than that, I, it was this one group. I can't even think of them right now, but they was popular back in the night. Backyard, Backyard Band is a popular go go. We I, we are going Chuck Brown Backyard Band, and uh, that's the I think that's the only one I know. Okay, well, yeah, so many now. <laughs> chain, chain. DC, right. they wear their socks up to the knees. Oh yeah. yeah. My first go go party, my girlfriend say, wear your steel toe boots, wear a long sleeve shirt, and be prepared to move at any time. I get to this party. Okay, first of all, it was an inside-outside party. It was like a warehouse, but the stage was outside, and it was like a thousand people at this party. Okay, so at the stage outside, the stage is outside, and we group together by the stage. The show starts. Next thing you know, people just start jumping up. And next thing you know, I see why I got these boots on because now people was kicking. So next thing you know, oh my, my girl, she yeah. like, girl, if you don't want to get kicked, you better start kicking. Next thing you know, I'm doing this like DC thing where they jump and they kick and they throw their arms up just the way I'm kind of doing right now. So if the sound <laughs> sounds bad, let me stop moving. But my first experience is I start jumping and kicking people and throwing my elbows. That's why you wear long sleeves so you don't get cut. And that's my first go-go experience, you know. So yeah. Chicago, we turn up. But not like that, you know, like I turn up is with the house music. It was somebody trying to jack up somebody and, you know, who could get the best dance moves. Right, right. Versus DC is just they all wanted to just share it together. <laughs> who can you know? kick the hardest? I got right. my steel toes Chicago, on. Chicago, we want to know who the first two, who the best two dancers are in the whole room. So <laughs> that's the whole difference. But musically, uh, hip hop was more accepted in DC. Being that there you think were, so? Yeah, but let me get to telling you. There were more opportunities for artists. Uh, At that time, the hip-hop opportunities here in Chicago, you had to pay. Like in in D.C., all of the events and venues, it was free. They'd be like, we're having this open mic poetry. Come out. It's free. Why? Because they knew you was going to buy drinks or buy snacks or buy food. And so that was one of the major differences between D.C. and Chicago. Because Chicago, all we want is the money. It's $5 to get in. Oh, yeah, you want to get on the microphone. It's $3 to get on the microphone. Some shows in Chicago charge the artists more money to get on the mic. And so that is what made the difference uh, in in between Chicago and D.C. But, uh uh what i was gonna say a uh, last thing i was gonna say what i came prepared was is that chicago 
has a we having a battle we still having this battle this battle is still going on we're trying to put our foot into this whole hip-hop here in the in in in, in americas in the north americas yeah uh we're still it's already established on the east coast so there we go like it's like it's, it's you know you're they still have, trying to like make a name for yourself out yes Chicago. absolutely aside so that, from the whole drill I mean, thing I mean, what or, chance chance is 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 definitely like I, I will agree. Letting people know, like, okay, Chicago's here, and 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 not just because it's just chance, but because, you know, there was also Kanye there too. Yeah. And so you know, putting those two, and then having Chance being the young guy up with Kanye already being like the big bro, like from Shy, like whatever else happened, like we we all r- remember the old Kanye. With the I con- want that new with, Kanye. With the he consequence, yeah. Kanye. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. like we remember the with the backpack. You know what I'm saying? Like, we so remember it's like no saying ID we remember Kanye. the old right. common with new, the new common, right? And, and common too, right? Yeah. And so you know because we know that, and then we have somebody like Chance come up. It's like the OGs can co-sign, and the kids can can also get along and ride with it and be like, okay, this is cool, right? Uh, so I mean, I feel like Chicago's got itself in a in a decent spot. I do too. I think so. I mean, aside from, I th- well, that's that's why I was thinking, like, aside from, like, the drill music that came out of here. Because, I mean, to me, I think Chicago is actually a very creative and um, eclectic city. Because you have two very interesting, um, or actually maybe three, uh, very interesting um, parts of the spectrum when it comes to Chicago music. Or you actually put it for if you want to say music in general, um, because you have house music, yep. and that's w- that's one element because this is the home of house. This is where house started, um, and then you also have um, you have um, the people like the Commons who came out like super like rapidy rap rap rap, and then you have people like the um, Kanyes that were weren't superty rap rap rap, but were were trying to bridge the gap between a lot of things, and then you also have um, you, we also have uh, the Chances and the Vic Mensas and, you know, the Joey Perps and all these people. Chance has changed the game. Chance, I love some Chance. I like Chance before he won a Grammy. I, yeah. yeah. Far, I've been yeah, following Chance before all of that, you know. Yeah. Right. And, and one Everybody thing in he, Chicago has. Him being an independent artist and doing it his way, he's setting a standard. I letting mean, the people know that who said you needed a record deal to make it make your music blow? You exactly. know, like now, and then who said you needed to be this age or this type, or you had to have this many albums and this many connections? Chance or like rap about this. Yeah, he rap you know about all kind of just. Yeah. I, I don't know. His Whatever his topics wants. amuse me. Right. The video yeah. of him on a CTA train, and right. then I look on and I research that, it. Yeah, that's and on I'm Angels. like, he really was on a CTA train. I'm trying to think that day. I'm like, I was probably delayed that day, man. Like, why the fuck is this train running by when, with nobody in it? Because yeah. Chance is on, on top, top dancing. Yes. Right. The yeah. fuck? Yeah. Uh-huh. That, that, ain't, that was a dope, it's a dope video, video. But fuck you, man. <laughs> it was a dope video. <laughs> Took me and an then, extra 10 then, minutes to get home. And then another thing he's doing is he's bringing out more talented, amazing MCs, just like Saba. Saba is a great yeah. MC. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. so. So mm-hmm. I mean, chance like there's so many different spectrums of of what Chicago hip hop can can provide. I I just I love where the city's at right now. It's amazing. I like the that I'm I'm sitting here and I'm an I'm a, a not a visitor. Like, well, I guess you can say a visitor. No, no, but no, no. Like, this I'm, is where you live. This is your home now. It is my home now. But I I don't I don't like to assume. You know, 
You invited me into your home, Chicago. Once you say that I am, I am one of yours, and I'm one of yours, and I and I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll wear you on my back. But you know, until then, I'm, I'm, I'm still gonna rep for you. But anyway, <laughs> but that's all I'm saying is that like I, I like where Chicago music is, and then like even with like the Chief Keefs, the Lil Durks, the like even um what's his name uh Lil Bibby or whatever his name it's okay. is okay, it's fine um or what the f- ooh, I'm I'm blanking on this guy's G-Herbo. name G Herbo G Herbo thank you G Herbo like the those guys are also really good too like um if if you if you think about like what aspect of the game they're bringing like is there so many it's 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 just there's so many different aspects of what chicago is and i love how musically it's being represented to be honest i definitely agree yeah so i had some stuff i wanted to share with y'all okay, yes, so yes, look yes. chicago so boom i'm 15 i got the nwa album i'm bumping it i'm bumping all these other artists as well i also get into event throwing Yes, uh, yes. Uh, I was Ooh. pretty, I was really Events. event throwing, event coordinating is oh, the big it, word, got it, got it. but yeah. I said event throwing. <laughs> so I was one of them teenagers where I really budgeted my allowance and my money. I like was like really, oh man, I could turn this $20 into $100 if I do this and I sell this. And so at 15, I, at 15, wow. I sold books, I sold candy, I sold clothes, I sold purses, I did people's nails. I you if well, if I could come up with a hustle, what you need me to babysit? I clean. Hey, my, it was a thing in my family where cleaning walls was the thing. I would come. You want me to clean your walls? I'm coming right walls. over there. I'd be right <laughs> over there. How much you paying again? Yeah. Is lunch too? You got paying me in lunch? Yeah. So with the money I obtained, I threw my sweet 16 birthday party at Operation Push. Huh. It's one of the last uh, parties that were there. Uh, at Operation Push. And at this party, I uh, teamed up with WGCI and I got them to co-sponsor my event. I paid $500 to rent out Operation Push. I put $200 on flyers. Half of the people that attended this party, because it was thousands of people there, half of the people I didn't even know. But I profited like $2,500. See? I bought a car. I bought a car with that too. Make make um, money. One, on your sweet 16 when we're done with kids. the podcast we're gonna go ahead and have her uh just just take over all marketing and all that shit that we oh, yeah. do for this I, motherfucker yes. Ma- <laughs> monetize, monetize <laughs> the podcast i mean jesus christ at 15 yeah 16, man for so her i know how to keep birth- stuff going man jesus so christ i just kept the ball rolling okay so y'all know it's a new venue on the south side now it's called the promontory point I've heard mm-hmm, about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, we so got plans on going. The actually. actual yes. there is a, a physical thing in Chicago called the Promontory Point, where the lake comes to a point. Okay, and at that part is a park district building that's called the Promontory Point as well. Okay, and at this place, me being 15, 16, 17, uh, we brought hip hop there, meaning that it's a park district. So park districts are for children. We after school, we didn't have anything to do. We would go there and we would tell them, hey, we want to do graffiti. Hey, we want to do some breakdancing. Hey, we're going to do some poetry. We're going to do some rapping here. I was able to throw the first poetry cipher at the Promontory Point. No, the physical park district building at the lakefront. And from there, it took off. It became very popular. And then next thing you know, the venues there, it got some too small. So some people got some money and they bought the property and they called that the promissory point. And that is why it is so popular till this day. Preach. Huh. Preach. Yes. Hey, yes. Chicago history. Clap that history up right, right there. Clap that up right like, quick. Like, yo. Yo, that's, that's 
That's what's up, man. So that's like a little bit of like my that's Chicago history. Like when people say, "What did Queen Z do?" I brought hip hop to the promontory point. Promontory, yeah. Which is now a very uh, extravagant venue on Fifty Third and Lake Park. Yeah. But I'm talking about the physical one that's on Fifty Third. Do they the still lake do front. anything with that or? You know? uh yeah it's still a park district building it's still but the building like it can hold like maybe 75 people in there oh, okay. it's a very beautiful spot it's at the point of the lake where mm-hmm. you can see both sides of downtown and all the way to indiana as well and um people get married there all kinds of things of that nature so yeah yes. we should get a cypher going there this weekend hey this the weather's weekend. good hey, why not the weather if it's 60 be degrees good. hey here. hey you know it's been nice outside <laughs> February was nice you to us. You want to host a cypher? We can host a cypher. We should host a cypher. We should host a fucking cypher. I help y'all host a cypher. Oh my hey, god, it's happening. We'll take that offline. I'm I'm serious, Queen. It's happening. Me too. We yes. will set this shit up, yo. Coming soon to a promontory point, point near, near you, you, my nigga. We threw, <laughs> we, we threw the crates, man. We threw yes. the crates. We digging, digging it. through the crates. Uh, man, I did we? I don't. I don't even feel like we covered everything. I, I, what didn't we cover? I, I want to talk more with Queen Z. I want to know. I want to know her life. Like, <laughs> what's your dad like? What's your mom like? I need to know because well, okay. at fifteen, well, I see my imagine. mom has been hip hop. You know, she hip hop. My mom is revolutionary. I had a different kind of mom. Like people be like, "That's your mom." I mean, my mom accepted me for who I am, and I all of my several business ideas. I would go to her like, "Yo, I want to sell sunflower seeds." Or, Yo, I think I want to sell Chico sticks. So you always had that hustler. In yeah, I've just been a hustler my whole life. That's what's uh, up. Also, she put up with me. I have a sense of humor. I, don't know, I haven't really cracked that many jokes with <laughs> with you online now. Yeah. But said knows I'm pretty funny. Yeah, and with buddy. my mom, I tell this story because it's a historical story about me and my mom. At five years old, she weighed 400 and plus pounds. I don't even know. And so all my friends would try to crack jokes. Like, when you're five years old, you effectively know how to communicate like right. language you got language you five now you're like language <laughs> so people would crack jokes like hey i'm on fat man i'd be like no you can't crack jokes about my mama. only i crack jokes about my mama i love my fat mama she big like this and this <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah. so from from five to seven she dealt with me cracking personal jokes about her basically huh. and as time went on she lost weight because of me cracking uh-huh. jokes on her so this type of mother i got you know, and she's got a good lot of business ideas too. But she always support me. It doesn't matter. I'd be like, Mom, I I, I need. I want to sell books. I want to sell oils. Whatever I want to sell, she like with it. You know what well, I'm saying? I mean, my, my father, he wasn't around. But that was by my mom's choice. That I found out when I got older that she made a good choice. Yeah. But he <laughs> was he was he way. was handsome. I thought I had her eyes and stuff. I had his eyes. Oh. So he was pretty handsome and everything. And so with him, from what I've t- been told, that he grew up as a Jehovah Witness. I met him. We talked a couple times. But he was on drugs. Mm. And oh, so that's damn. why he wasn't a part of my life. So it was just me and my moms. And me and my mom would talk about everything under the sun. And some of my friends would come over to my house. And she'd be like, she let you do this in the house? And I'd be like, yeah. She didn't want me to get arrested. So, right. <laughs> you know, different things of that nature. So that's the relationship. But she's always told me to believe in myself and to believe in my dreams. And also, as people of African descent, that we have to make our own money. So, therefore, she loves my hustling spirit. And that's why I just wanted to get that story out and tell you no, that's kind of sure. my little background and everything. Even when I threw my first party, she wanted to help. Nope. 
I got this, mother. Yep. You done already gave me my allowance money. You've helped already. You know, just sign right here. She did have to sign the contract with Operation Push. Remember, I was 15. Yeah, just, <laughs> just sign right here. Tell them I'm going to keep their space okay. For and sure. that was it. So, yeah. You no, know. like, I think that's very wow. inspirational. Yeah. That's very awesome to hear that's why i wanted to say like i want to know who your mom is who your dad is like what shaped you to become somebody that was so um determined so motivated you know what i'm saying uh -huh. so that 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 and then also like you've been in you've been in this game for 15 years my g sorry because i don't know it's all good you that's cool i don't like, you know like, rip thousands just. of mics i didn't rip thousands exactly. of shows 15 and years I, now that i'm telling you this story uh, maybe and when I was young about 15 16 I had a little sexism in me where I th thought men were disgusting but I grew out of that but I think gross. that had something to yeah, do with the way I was raised a little bit you know like my mm -hmm. father really wasn't there like uh but now I don't think that about the brothers I really want us to unite I want to stop using all these sexist terms I want to work together and I want to economically develop our communities that we live in I agree. exactly Preach. and and I, yep. I think yep this, that's exactly why I was trying to bring the family aspect because you have become such a resilient, uh, motivated, determined individual and human being. And that, that's just, that's phenomenal. And we really appreciate you coming on the podcast tonight. Um, yeah, thanks a lot. I mean, and sharing everything about you. I mean, Zulu Nation to, to that top five. I mean, all three top fives like that. <laughs> I mean, come on, yo. Like you gotta appreciate that, man. Yo, it was you like, gotta appreciate. It was like, that. yo, what is your top five? Like, yo, I got five top fives. You gotta appreciate that. It's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> most people, most people will fucking hesitate and they'd be like, oh shit, my. I'm I mean, scared. my shit changes every day. Which that that's me. Like that's I my because my shit does change every day. Uh -huh. There is a one constant, but you know we won't go into that. But yes. I'm just saying we really appreciate you having you on on the podcast tonight, thank you, and thank you, and we hope that you come back. Okay, sounds yeah. good. We hope I that like you come back. Stuff. So, so before we end this thing, where can the people find you? Like, exactly. you know, what I'm saying where where can they link up with you? Okay, so look, I'm learning to be computer savvy, so <laughs> <laughs> we can like, help you with that too. It's like right now, two plays to get up with me. I have a, 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 a artist page on Facebook. You can follow me on Queen Zenobia Chicago on Facebook, and also, like mentioned earlier, I'm in a group. And my group is called Back in the Days. It's all one word, no spaces. We also have a, a Facebook Z. page. Yep, you can follow us there. Uh, uh, YouTube, you can YouTube Back in the Days. It has a whole catalog of our album. And I have two videos. And hopefully should be releasing a new group video by the first week of March. Yeah. If you don't mind, let's have you spell out Queen Zenobia for everybody. Sure. You know, Queen, Q-U-E-E-N. Zenobia. Z is in zebra. E N O B is in boy. I A. There you go. Yeah. Well, definitely. <laughs> again, we really, really, we appreciate uh, having you on the podcast. Um, if you guys want to try you. and follow us, we are everywhere in the fucking world, aren't we? I, I mean, not in the world. I but, mean, everywhere you know. on the internet. Yes. Is that yes. better for you, you piece of shit? God the damn. World Wide Web? Yeah, exactly. the World Wide Web, but uh, not the world, <laughs> motherfucker. All right, you know what? You need to stop being so specific and just tell people that they can follow us on Twitter at... Through the Crate. <laughs> you can follow us on Facebook at... Through the Crate. You can follow us on Instagram at... Through the Crate. You can follow us on everywhere at... Through the crate i kind of lost my bad, track yeah, yeah. yeah but um you can also you can also uh just Did google you say us. soundcloud 
Oh, SoundCloud at Through the Craig. You can also um, go and see our personal website at www. Through the Crate. And you can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, yeah, yeah. Stitcher, Pocket Cats, Google Play, hopefully Spotify at some point at Through the Crate. We really appreciate you guys listening to us again. We want to thank Queen Zenobia for dropping some knowledge and Jim on this fucking podcast. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just to let you guys know that we are out this motherfucker. This is.